Welcome to Ministry Leaders Anonymous. My name is Chris Bartlett. And I'm Matt Rice, and we hope to provide a moment of sanity during a busy week of ministry. We've both worked in youth ministry for over 17 years and have seen just about everything. And as damaged as we are, we're ready to dive into and bring light to the hurts, hopes, and hungers that every minister has. Hey, a quick shout out to Alob for our intro music. You can find him on Spotify. Just search A-L-O-B. Thanks, Alob. Yeah, and hey, this is Ministry Leaders in the Morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This, this is, is the, the earliest, earliest that we've ever recorded. And I'm not sure how it's going to go, but we'll see. Well, and, and the topic itself actually bears for me to have a little bit more energy than yep. normal. But yep. uh, but we'll see. So, Matt, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about you know walking that line between goofy and serious or professional and silly. And just what does that look like in ministry? Can we be too silly to where we lose respect or we lose authority? Or, I mean, on the on the flip side, can we be too serious, you know, to the point where no one, you know, wants to be around us or wants to hear from us? Sure, sure. And this sounds like a, kind of a youth ministry specific type of topic. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it sounds like it's like only like only people who are in religious ed or in VBS or in youth ministry, only those people are the ones who this would apply to. But it's not. This is something that it applies to every single person in the parish because our young families in a way are everywhere young people are everywhere and if if we as a church are this rigid robotic self and we never i don't know cut loose a little bit smile joke with the people around us then it, it, like no one wants to be a part of that church yeah yeah i see so uh even those in mass like when a baby's laughing at the pew in front of you Yep. Are you going to bust it a smile or are you going to scold the baby, right? Yeah. And so it, well, and a baby's laughing. Element. I mean, forget that. If the baby's crying, what are you going to do? Right. Are you going to are you going to scold the baby? Are you going to scold the mom or the dad or give them a dirty look? Or are you going to make a like face? Said, to make a and, face. Yeah. You know, stick your tongue out. You know. Oh no, you can't stick your tongue out in mass. You know. <laughs> yeah. But the, but but there's this hard there's this hard line to find. I was in youth ministry at a parish for. Six years, and uh, and it, it was great. Things in the ministry were going really good. And then I got hired at the diocese, and I remember walking out of the Adoration Chapel one day, and uh, this mother was there, and she goes, you're leaving? Like, I had just announced that I'd be leaving the parish. And I said, yeah. And uh, it was it was so funny. So you're leaving? Yes. And she goes, where are you going? And I said, I'm, I've been hired at the diocese to be the director of youth, young adult, and campus ministry. And she said, without even thinking, she just, it came out of her mouth and she goes, I didn't know they hired kids up there. And then she put her hand (laughs) over her mouth like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. But something about my uh, tenure at that parish might've said that I was more goofy than I was professional. Yeah. More childlike. Yeah. Right. And it left this lasting impression at the same time uh, that ministry was extremely successful and I was very serious when serious was appropriate. But I think in regards to the balance, the equilibrium, I hadn't struck that. I was more yeah, of, yeah. I am a kid. Um, and because of that, some of our ministry turned into glorified babysitting, mm, you know, yeah. uh, babysitting brought to you by Jesus, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> um, and, and that's problematic too. So goofiness got me in trouble when I leaned a little too much on that, uh, on that bucket or on that uh, style of ministry. Yeah, and maybe this, I, I don't know if this is necessarily just an issue with young, I, I'm, I'm, this is interesting, I wonder if the the big issue is kind of an age thing. So when we're young, 
when when I started in youth ministry, I think I was 22. Um, and so I was, I was young and I did a lot of goofy, silly things that probably undermined my authority with the parish staff, but not with the parents or the, or the teens. I mean, there was one time when I, we were trying to raise money and I told the teens, I said, okay, if, uh, if you guys raise this much, then you can dye my hair. If you guys raise this much, you can, you know, dye my beard. If you guys raise even more then you can shave my beard in whatever shape you want to shave it into. And so they raised more than I expected them to raise. And so I walk into mass one time and I had to have it all bleached so that they would take the dye. So I'll walk into mass looking like Moses <laughs> and just because it's uh, like I, I envision Moses with a blonde beard. I have no idea why. And so I had a blonde beard, blonde hair. And then uh, we went to the youth night that night and they shaved stripes into my beard and they shaved like red, white and or red, white and blue and pink hair. And then I meet our new pastor the next week. No, <laughs> and you still had that. it like that. Yes. Oh and it was like, I, I didn't think anything of it, you know, but it was like, yeah, that probably undermined my authority with him for sure. Sure. You know, so you have that young passion, like goofiness. And then when we get older, like, and maybe, I don't know, the people that I see being like way too serious very often are older. Um, and so I wonder if, if, if some of that plays into to this, that, the young need to learn professionalism a little bit, learn to be a little more serious, but the old need to like reconnect with their youth, reconnect with the goofy, you know, and there's this balance that we need to find. So, so the flip side of it is too goofy or too serious. I guess the, the, the first question is, is it okay to be goofy in ministry? And I think absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely. know, we, we, in, in, in every ministry, <clears throat> pardon me, in every ministry, I think there's that reality. Vacation Bible school, we get goofy with those kids. Like oh, yeah. it is and it is fun and everyone's dressing up and it is it is a different style of ministry than our typical during the year classroom style ministry for a lot of elementary programs. But I think it's necessary. Yep. But even most homilies that I've heard, they start out with some sort of a joke or a punchline or something to allow yep. the humor to go ahead and break the ice to earn the right to be heard or to start into and to make people comfortable. So I think goofy is necessary. Yes. At times it's fine to be silly. Yes. Um, so yes, but with a, with there... a purpose and maybe that's it, you know, maybe that's part of it also is, is having a purpose behind that goofiness. Because even if I was sitting in at mass and the priest did something, I don't, I don't know, made a, did a Fortnite dance, like did one of the like emotes from Fortnite. Sure. To connect with young people. Like specifically to connect with, you know, teenagers or whatever, like that's goofy, that's silly, but it has a purpose. And as a parent, I would respect that. <laughs> like that would be like, wow, he connects with them, you know, and, and people would love it and they would laugh at it uh, anyway. Well, go. I don't want to get into my views on liturgical dancing, but <laughs> you for, you have forced the issue. <laughs> right. So and, and then he leads into maybe something about the culture or or what a victory royale looks like for for Catholics or something yeah. like that, that's fine. Yeah. But if he did something like that or made a Fortnite reference and, and, or a joke and then said, now let's go ahead and talk about the sex abuse scandal in the church, yeah. you'd be yeah. like, whoa. What? Yeah. What's the connection? And, yeah. yeah. I don't get it. And that was weird. <laughs> and that, you know, so there is something like when, when the priests and in, in recent times, we've seen a lot of this, when we need a, the, our father to talk to us, you know, our pastors to talk to us as father, they don't. Uh, they don't need to jump into the goofy because no, when something yeah. is serious, they, they need to take that role. But my goodness, there's a there's a priest that I know that throws the football after mass with the teens of the parish. Yeah, and I think that that's absolutely amazing. 
absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and so do the teens and so do the families. You know, that's the type of engagement we want to go out into the world. And we want to smell like our sheep. A shepherd should smell like his sheep. You know yep. what I mean? And so if that means at times entering into their level, even if you're just, you know, okay, show me on your Snapchat feed how to take a, a, a picture with a silly dog face on. And they're like, really, Chris, are you serious? You <laughs> yeah. want me to? I said, sure, why not? I'll be on your story. You know, like it doesn't matter. It's silly, but they feel engaged. They feel encountered. They feel met where they're at. Absolutely. Um, but then, I, uh, go ahead. Well, our, our, our home priest at our parish here, it was two years ago, I think, my son was in the talent show. And this was back when the whip nay nay was a really big deal. And so he went to our pastor and said, hey, you know, would you do the whip nay nay with me? And uh, and he said yes. You know, and this is like a 70 year old priest, you yeah. know, who got out there and did the whip nay nay, you know, with my son and with my daughter. And it, it, it kind of went viral you know, and it was a lot of fun. Now, that was silly. Did he lose any respect? Not at all. He no. gained respect and, and yeah. people got to see how much, you know, passion he had for the young church. And it's just it's. It's great to to break out of that. Just be human. Like you said, throw the football, dance, be silly. Let people know that you are human, and that's perfectly fine. Everybody ride that dinosaur. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who are binge listening to the episodes, you'll appreciate that joke. Otherwise, yeah. you got to go two episodes back to catch that. So, um so and so, is there is there a way? So seriousness is also appropriate. We talked about yeah. with the sex scandal and with certain topics. You, you know, you can't you can't necessarily uh, tackle some of or share some of the content of the faith uh, just through humor. Although VeggieTales does a great job. Yeah. But can we be taken? Can we take ourselves too seriously to where it's like, okay, so this semester we're going to hit the hard topics and we're only going to talk about serious things and we're not never going to have an icebreaker because that takes time away from our ability to share the truth of the faith. Yeah. And so so what what happens? Do 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 the do the uh people that we minister to become oversaturated and then they get burned out and they're just like, "Oh, it's just too heavy. It's just too serious." Yeah. I want to I want the laughing. Where's the laughing Jesus? All I see is the crucified Christ. Well, and and so often and I I I hesitate to say that this is a youth ministry thing, but my experience, I see this a lot where the parish will say, oh, all they do is fun and games. Every time I go by there, they're just eating and then they play games and that's it. You know, and so the the thing is, is everybody that we minister to, whether they're elementary or 70 years old, we need to meet them where they are in their humanity so that we'll have the permission to speak into their spirituality, to speak into their their prayer life. And so often we forget about the the human side of things and we we want to get rid of the the meal time. Meal times it's a waste of time. We don't need to have meal time. And we want to get rid of the icebreaker. Oh, the icebreaker like you said is a waste of time. It's just fun. So we want to sit them in a classroom and, you know, read to them from a book and then they fill out some, you know, paper and we're done, you're out. And yep. there's no connection there, you know, because they're, they don't, because there's no humanity there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So and, that's and, taking ourselves way too seriously. Yeah. And the way that I can describe it is if you can go ahead and go through ministry and consider it successful because you've communicated content, but in the midst of that, you don't also need to know the names of the people you're communicating it to in order to be successful. 
I would say that's a very dangerous place of ministry to be, Amen. and that you're and that you're taking yourself too seriously. And and so then then I flip and say, well, what's the model? Ultimately, the model is 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 a who, not a what. And that mm. model is is Jesus. Yep. And you know there there were a number of prophets at the time, uh, quite a few false prophets of the time, um, snake oil salesmen, and different things like that back in 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 Jesus' time. And so, what was a prophet supposed to look like? And uh, and he was supposed to really be set apart. Well, that's what holy means is to be set apart. Right. And so that kind of makes sense to kind of be on a pedestal. And then all of a sudden he says, let the children come to me. Yeah. And the disciples are like, what What are you talking about? Let the children come to me. Yeah. You're not supposed to do this. You are a prophet. Yeah. That's not how prophets behave. Right. And so he (laughs) went ahead and broke some of the standards of professionalism in order to serve the people and to share love because he changed the title of a prophet kind of being professional or meeting these standards. And he said, a prophet is here first to love Yeah, and love meets people where they're at. And sometimes to break down the walls that people have up guarding themselves, you have to leave professionalism to the side and enter into their own world and breaking down those walls. Sometimes humor or goofiness is a great way to break down those walls. Yeah. An icebreaker or sharing a hot dog is a great way to break down those walls. And it takes humility, you know, and that's one of the characteristics of Jesus, like being completely humble, thinking of the other, you know, what is the other need in this moment? And if it means me like letting go of some of my status, so be it. You know, I need to do that. And sometimes that it can be the, hesitancy for us to do that you know i'll lose effectiveness if i if i do this or i'll lose respect or whatnot and or that's not my station i'm not supposed to do that right but that's what that person needs right now do it so what if you are the seen as the one that's willing to get silly or you 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 get all of this and you become typecast you know Mm, like (laughs) elijah wood will always be frodo like he's typecast. I've seen him in other things and I'm like, Hey, no, the ring, the ring, you know? <laughs> and so, um, I don't want any minister that's listening to be typecast as, okay, you know, yes, we have this, this staff meeting or we have this uh, situation at the parish and well, we need something fun. So we'll just go ask this person. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, actually I'm capable of communicating the gospel effectively too. No, 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 no. You just leave the icebreaker or, or you you lead the warm up or or, or you know yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll read the prayer from something I found online and uh, you lead the icebreaker <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and so so what what happens when we get typecast like that what what do we do to get out of when we've been molded as the one or pigeon held as the one who's the silly one what did you say pigeon held pigeon holded pigeon hold <laughs> pigeon held like are you holding pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> pigeon held. Yes. Pigeon, <laughs> you sorry. Can't past tense pigeonholed. I don't think <laughs> you have been pigeonholed. Okay. That's what you meant to say. That is, yeah, yes. You don't want to. Like, all right. So, what happens if we get pigeonholed as. Uh, <laughs> pigeonholded. As. Uh, as the silly person, you know. And, and I, like, is that is that a problem? Is that a big deal? You know, it, I mean, it probably is. And maybe there, you need to make sure that you're, you know, walking the line. I, I recently we had a meeting, a staff meeting, and and I'm, I'm not the guy that just makes jokes for the sake of making jokes. 
I don't interrupt the flow of a conversation to, to insert myself to, to be funny or anything like that. But I definitely am the guy who brings levity to those meetings, who makes those meetings fun at the appropriate time. And, and I, I find that as, you know, bringing the joy into those meetings because we need to be a joyful people. And often that joy comes from silliness, from letting go of whatever, I don't know, perception or persona we want to put out there and, and be silly. And I, I like to be that guy in those meetings because sometimes it can get pretty stuffy and I don't want to be a part of something that's stuffy. You know? right. So if I have to be the one to make it silly or make it fun, I'll do it. Yeah. And I, I think that Pope Francis in his... Uh the joy of the gospel yeah. that, that got released three or four years ago. I think he would agree if there's not joy in the ministry. And I, I'm not saying that professionalism can't be joyful, mm-hmm. but professionalism can only be joyful. If there's also a little bit of, like you said, levity, a little bit of uh silliness or, or goofiness. And that doesn't mean that we have to sacrifice the gospel or the content of the faith or anything like that. But nope. yeah. as humans, we can interact with each other in a way that, that leads to a little bit of jolliness. And yeah. I think that that's, that that's important. That's how we move the gospel forward. I uh, like two saints coming to mind, St. John Bosco and St. Philip Neri, both people who found that balance in a way, um, some of the, like leaning one way or the other, but Bosco, you know, always setting up the people around him, those people that he was serving for success, like setting up the environment, setting up the, like everything so that, the people that he was serving would have the best chance of behaving appropriately and receiving what he was sharing. And then the things I love about, you know, St. Philip Neri was he never took himself too seriously and purposefully, you know, knocked himself down a peg, you know, so that the people around him wouldn't hold him, you know, in too high esteem. You know, one of my favorite examples is him shaving off half of his beard and walking around town, you know, reading, you know, reading a book, you know, and it's like, wow, that guy looks a little too silly to, to, to be taken seriously. And he did that on purpose to, to knock himself down a notch and, and to make himself approachable. So I don't know if I'd approach half beard. That would, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm like, not dis- who's that crazy person. I'm not I mean, disagreeing with the saints. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's every age is different, you know? Right. So like doing that in these days and age, I mean, you might look like, yeah, I don't know. A, a crazy person. A hipster. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It might be, it's trending now. Right. You know? Um, but, but that does make me ask when is silly inappropriate? Like, is there a time? I mean, we already mentioned, yeah, if, if, if a priest is giving a homily on the sex scandal and really needs to be that father figure, yeah. Um, probably silliness isn't a great intro to that. But as ministry leaders, is there a time where it's like silliness is never appropriate or too much silliness is it, it actually inhibits our ability to share the gospel? I don't know if there's a way for us to define specifically when that is. You know, there there are times when I'm in ministry with you that I'm like, whoa, Chris, <laughs> like you just took that to a totally different level than I than I would have ever taken it. But sure. it worked. But it, you know, it's one of those things that it, it was like, wow, I like, I'm impressed by that because it actually that it worked and it flowed and it got people connected. And I mean, the, I think the ones that are obvious, everybody you know gets. I mean, in at funerals, you know, or even like we were talking about a baby at mass. So you have a baby who's started to get a little fussy in front of you at mass. It's the opening song, "Make a Silly Face." Like even make some silly noises if it, you know, is quiet enough underneath the song or whatever. Now at the, in the Eucharistic, uh, what's it called? The, ele- the elevation, the con- consecration, you know, at that time, maybe it's like you can, 
maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just tapping the kid, you know, just a, a touch on the hand to distract them. Um, because they're about to cry, but if you touch them, that might be just enough distraction so that they won't cry at that moment. Sure. But it's it's... Does that make sense? Does that uh, apply to what you're talking about? Yes. The only thing I can say is I've done ministry with Chris Bartlett for all my ministry <laughs> career. And when it comes to being silly and when it's inappropriate or it's too much, you only really know after the fact. <laughs> Very true. The air in the room feels different. <laughs> you feel embarrassed. And then you kind of, well, I crawl into a little ministry hole inside of me <laughs> and try and be very strategic and very like, and so it really, it, it takes my personality out of the minister. <laughs> yeah. And then recover, I'm just like, recover, just like, recover. Yeah. I'll let the content speak for itself, but it doesn't speak dynamically unless it has my personality behind it. Mm. But when my personality takes the content and it, and it makes, makes it too silly, then the content suffers. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. And it's, I've gone through countless episodes where i'm like whoa i just derailed it you know or oh we're entering into a prayer time and then something happens and like even even the teens can recover quicker like if if we're doing praise and worship and and someone hits the wrong note in, in the area that i'm at or whatever like i start laughing like i can't recover and the teens yeah. around me have already moved on they're like eh, <laughs> yeah. just everyone has their own thing and i'm like that was hilarious guys yeah. you know and i'm like yeah. no no i gotta focus and so sometimes silliness is inappropriate yeah. and uh and, <laughs> and unfortunately know. i'm asking you because i'm not able to draw that line as much as I, I i wish i could yeah i don't know if we'll we'll actually be able to <laughs> bear a lot of, or shine a lot of light on that i uh because it's it's so situational i was thinking about i don't know why the spirit reminded me of this moment but we had a small group and in junior high like it's they typically want to blend in, you know, in sixth, seventh grade, they don't want to, you know, stick out. And yeah. we were all sitting there, sitting around in this group of guys. And one of the kids accidentally farted. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, what do I do? Cause like now this kid's mortified. I can see it in his face. He's embarrassed. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? I was like, Oh, I can fart. And I actually had to fart at the time. <laughs> so I let one rip and it, it, it made everybody laugh and it was perfect. It was the perfect amount of silliness to, to hide his shame, you know, to, to cover that up, to make them comfortable. And then we, Chris, I love your face. And then we, we, we were able to get into the content and actually talk about, you know, what we needed to talk about. Now, so there's a line between goofy, you know, and respected. I gained respect by being goofy in that moment with those guys. But if we had spent if yeah. we had spent the whole time like having fart jokes or whatever for the rest of the time, that's too goofy because that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to find an entry point, use silliness to get into their life in a way and then speak the gospel, speak the truth. Amen. Yeah, I'm not going to derail us talking about the odor that comes along because we've shared a room before. Um, I was like, oh, I guess I'm sharing this story on the podcast. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And uh, is it is it fair to say that 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 was wind of the Holy Spirit because oh, it, amen. it was used? You know what I mean? Like, um, well, hey, we want to hear from you guys. What's the silliest thing you've done that actually worked? Just like yeah. Matt's story there. What is the silliest thing you've done? That actually worked, or you can join me and be like, "What are some silliness fail stories?" Yeah. Um, in regards to you tried and it just wasn't well received, or oops, you walked into a situation and you thought silliness was appropriate, but something heavier was already going on and you had no idea. We want you to go ahead and uh, 
share those items with us. So, Matt, how could they find us? Well, before we end, I actually want to say, you know, something anyway, uh, something. And I was thinking of the phrase anyway. There, I'm missing this phrase, but you're going to know it. There are going to be times when you are silly and you get burned. Be silly anyway. So there's a, I don't know if it's scripture or if it's a specific document from the, from the, from the church, but um, society is going to reject you. Share Christ anyway. I believe so Saint, it's a quote, is a quote from St. Mother Teresa of yeah, Calcutta. You yeah. know, and, and so that's the, that's what I just want to tell you guys to do. Like it's, it's going to happen where you're going to be silly. People are going to look bad at like down on you. Be silly anyway. Yeah. All right, guys, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Google Play, on our website, mlapodcast.com. You can email us at mla at ablazeyouth.org. Uh, write us a review wherever you listen to us and uh, share it with someone. Help uh, help another ministry leader out and uh, introduce them to this podcast. Here at Ministry Leaders Anonymous, we believe that if you want to go quickly, you go alone. And if you want to go far, we go together. Take some time this week and pray for other ministry leaders. Be silly. Yeah, make someone smile this week as a right. ministry leader. And uh, we will see you guys next week on Ministry Leaders Anonymous. God bless.